Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Well, we're going to be doing a few things different this year, just to let you know. We've migrated away from iPatio.com because they tanked and went into the ground and shut it all down. It was a great service, so, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. We're moving over to Anchor. Um, which is good. Still going to be on all the platforms you'd normally hear us on. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, um, all, all the all the big platforms. We're on all of them now. So, you know, that's nice. And then uh, we got, we got uh, possibly some sponsors and so on and so forth. So, you know, we probably won't be doing the Patreon thing anymore. So, so anybody that, that did donate to Patreon, we appreciated those one-time donations. And, and really one of the best ways to help us out now is if you're trying to support the podcast and, and help the podcast out would be to tell other people about the podcast. Get out there and listen to it and uh, let others know to go listen to it, and that will help us out. And then also, if you want to, uh, to support us financially or whatnot and you're going to be gambling anyway, Go ahead and use uh, Hog Call Podcast uh, whenever you go to uh, the uh, My Bookie site and use that site. And we'll put a link to it down in the comments uh, below the podcast. So, goodness. Uh, we're excited to be back doing this thing. Um, we took a nice little break. We're refreshed. We're ready to go. Uh, this t- podcast is just going to be kind of a state of the program podcast. We've absolutely done no research at all except for you know what we've watched in the news and so on and so forth and and we're just going to wing this one for you and just kind of get out there and and uh let you guys know what we think there was one person that that gave us a uh poor rating on itunes and and he had some choice comments in the in the comments section there about like if we you know felt that way about the basketball coach that he couldn't you know, support the podcast and, and listen to it and all that. And hey, that's fine with me. If you don't want to listen to what we have to say and you don't want to support the podcast, that's, that's wonderful. Fine. You don't have to do it. It's America. Nobody's forcing you to turn in your hand. There's plenty of other podcasts out there for you to listen to. So, you know, feel free to go on out there and do that. I tell you what, man, I'm not going to change my views as far as that go. Super stoked for Musselman. And we've already went over the rest, so I'm not really going to get back into that. But if you don't have any leeway in your thoughts or what you're willing to to consider this might not be the podcast for you wow chad welcome back everybody a lot to unpack there but uh let me speak on the i saw that uh, uh rating and um uh, solely based on our last podcast talking about mike anderson and i'm with you i'm pumped about muscleman but man that was a pretty uh wrong kind of what the review anybody can go read it but um yeah, I'm pumped, uh, pumped to get back to this new season. It kind of feels like a season two. Took the summer off, um, and I, it, it's good for both of us to get refreshed, you know. Um, hope everybody else had a good summer. And, we're, you know, we're jumping right back into football season, like Chad said. Uh, we've done no research, but we're, we're excited. To, we want to start, you know, and then uh, next one we'll, we'll uh, be talking about, the, uh, you know, jumping in Portland State and everything. But uh, – Right now, I'm, I'm excited to uh, start this. Yeah, absolutely. And I just wanted to address it because we say, hey, if you got something to say, write it down, send it to us, well, let us know, and uh, we'll, we'll answer it, you know. And, or they could so, come on, uh, honestly, they could say, hey, I want to come on, you know, 
argue with you about that point or something, or at least send it in a word instead of kind of that's kind of the mm-hmm. the lamest of them that's like write it on a review. I was like, really on an iTunes review? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, exactly. At least like send us an email or exactly. Twitter, or Facebook, or whatever. But we've promised everybody it's for the fans, and, and we're going to address all all those comments and stuff. So that's all that's about. I'm just trying to address oh, yeah. address the comments. <laughs> I and, like it. Uh, I like it. Yeah, and then the other thing is, what this is going to be cool, um, being that we're going over to Anchor now, you're going to be able to just click a button and leave a uh, voicemail for us, and we'll throw that link in the comments below this. Uh, this podcast and if you want to say something you want something on the radio you want something on the uh, on the podcast you want you want to uh, say something to hog called nation click the link say it we'll play it and we'll do our best to address it yeah that's a great thing about anchor i'm excited about uh, anchor being able to do that but kind of getting uh your guys thoughts on everything and uh, especially as we get into the season um any kind of ideas y'all have or things y'all saw too and kind of what we're talking about so that's really cool yeah absolutely i think one of the things is you know i just want to reiterate this season this is not about us it's not about us just coming out there and just yammering at you guys we were going to get together we were going to talk razorback football regardless we just figured why not make a podcast and then get other fans involved so the more fan involvement we can get the better in my opinion oh exactly i mean that was we were the um uh, wants to use that tagline uh the four fans by fans we've meant it from day one i know there's another podcast out there that had had that as their uh slogan or something it was uh there's a few right out there they've us. been sprouting up huh oh yeah there's, there's quite a few podcasts did we inspire a bunch of folk i mean last year's too you know <laughs> us and old johnny and uh, uh the the hog trough so but now there's about 10 of them it seems like maybe more Goodness gracious. Well, I welcome them. i tell you what, man. Our last podcast had a ton of plays. So people are excited. They're ready to hear the next one. And I'm I'm super excited to be out there with you guys. And I've been getting a lot, even like running to people at at the grocery store telling me that, you know, that now I do the podcast. Where's it been, you know? You know, hey, come on there and talk about uniforms. Like, you know what? Yeah, we're just taking a little time off. I mean, I mean... I like talking to you, Chad, so I guess we could have just, you know, quick things about the uniforms, but we're just, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of wait until things get a little bit more serious than that. Or, yeah, we You know, could've. baseball made it to the World Series, but it wasn't, you know, we're both didn't really play as much baseball as the other sports that we talk about, you know, so. Um, yeah, I mean, we did make it to the World Series. We had a heck of a baseball run. We were going to come on there and talk a little bit more about baseball and, uh, goodness gracious i guess we just didn't get around to to it uh we definitely had plans on talking about it but kind of the way we lost and when we lost kind of it kind of negated our plans and uh i think we just both got a little hog pression and you know how it is when you get the hog pression sometimes it's just hard to do things yeah you need quite a bit of time after that and it's kind of the end of the sports season that was just like oh man you know it wasn't football we all know you know two and two and ten basketball missed the tournament um you know had to coach um baseball i mean you know omaha's a great run but i think any of the players coaches fans i think anybody would say that's still going to and out was kind of a, a letdown after being so good so yeah it was just uh you know hog pressure kind of set in and now it's kind of a clean slate this year absolutely and the thing about it is 
next year we're going to be a much better baseball team. Well, I guess this year we'll be a much better baseball team. It's going to be exciting to uh, it's going to be exciting to follow that team with a little bit more. Oh yeah, you know, a little bit older team. You know, it's not uh, yeah. So honestly, honestly, this next season was supposed to be the one that you know got back to Omaha and competed. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, a lot of the baseball programs kind of you know where the we haven't won a championship yet, you know, but uh, without the, you know, kind of like the track program or just take it for granted. It's like, and just kind of spooled on how many wins, which is great. I wish every sport was like that, but uh, yeah, next season will be, I think, I think all three sports will uh, improve this year and I'm excited to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And we <laughs> learned a lot of things, you know, about podcasting and how to podcast and, and uh, you know, best practices and so on and so forth. And, you know, I'm glad we've been able to implement those things. And, heck, we might even have some videos uh, coming up, throwing some stuff up on our YouTube channel. So, we'll see. Oh, yeah. So, you know, tell them what's down the line. This isn't it, you know. We're always looking at ways to ways to improve this thing. But first and foremost, we, we talk about talk to each other on the phone about hogs anyway. So, last football season, you know, we're just, hey, might as well record it as a podcast. And uh, it's gone this far, you know? you know. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised, really. I, I was like, well, let's just go ahead and do this and throw it up. And, you know, if we win a national championship, our grandkids can go back and listen to us, you know, yammering back and forth as the year goes on and as they watch the, you know, the videos and stuff. And they can see our real-time reactions and stuff like that. And that was kind of one of the major reasons we started doing the podcast was for you know, that type of interaction. And then it just kind of took off. I mean, next thing I knew, people were talking to me about it and emailing us and carrying on and, and all kinds of downloads and stuff. And I mean, we stepped away this summer. I went back and looked at the last podcast. I was like, my goodness, so many downloads. It just blew me away. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. I know, uh, uh, I know kind of everybody all are excited too to have a new season, but yeah, that was exciting. You told me the numbers, Chad, when you checked it and uh, fired me up even more to, uh, you know, keep doing it this year. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you what, we're 10 minutes into this. We've, we've came out here we've, we've ranted and we've raved and we've, we've addressed the, the fans and we've told you guys what's up and the state of the podcast. I think we've addressed really well. So maybe it's time to get into the state of football. Yeah, please. It's uh, uh, I enjoy that first segment about the podcast, but um... back to the Hog Call podcast. So we got uh, SMU quarterback. Who did he get him to a bowl game? If he did, he just barely got him to a bowl game. And then yeah, the year got, before, the year before Morris's last year down there, they did. Then um, we got a we got a guy that Jimbo didn't want. So I guess a lot of other teams, you know, wanted wanted uh, Starkle, you know, for going after him. So we got Hicks and Starkle, and goodness gracious, uh, I just hope one of them is the answer. You know, it's just a an SMU quarterback coming to SEC caliber team and having to play at that level you know you would think in a conference like that it would be a situation where he was lighting it up over there and uh 
you know, and looking just amazing in that conference. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's they're not like getting how Oklahoma got uh, Jalen Hurts from Alabama, you know, mm-hmm. somebody that's really big-time proven winner. You know, uh, Starkle had some good games at A&M, but he lost the position there, so um, – I don't, I don't know if these are, you know, going to be superstar quarterbacks. Hopefully they'll be able to run the offense efficiently enough to be uh, one of them do it. But I know I know, just one scrimmage down, there was no separation, and I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that this is going to be like last year, not knowing mm-hmm. not knowing all year who the quarterback is. Well, let's hope, let's hope somebody gets picked and we just stick with them. You know, yep. we just let them, we let, them, we let them live or die in that position. Um, I mean, I understand if – I guess I can't say that totally. I understand if you pick somebody and they're not working out and you yeah, realize you right. have to make a change, but not the flip-flopping, you know, not the flip-flopping well, more, back and forth. Yeah, more syncretic even admitted that. It's like, we don't want to do that. I mean, they, you know, mm-hmm. I even knew, like, that's a terrible, you know, that's it's not what you want to do. So hopefully, you know. Oh, yeah. And I didn't really expect them to find out after eight practices either, but I just, you know, didn't seem like there was any separation. Well, you know, the, the things I've, you know, heard and, and seen watching the limited amount of, of practice I've been able to watch and and the, the things I've heard and, and from from uh, different, you know, sources I've been, you know, paying attention to is that, uh, you know, Starkle really has a great arm. He's able to really get it down the field uh, and uh, he has a great command of the offense a lot of folks say he looks like the guy uh, that he's going to take it. And, uh, you know, I guess the only fear there is that he may not have the entirety of the playbook down, you know. And I hope it's not one of those situations where the whole team uh, the whole te- team has 70% of the playbook down. Because that's what uh, Morris said they had down at this point and then he mm-hmm. has 30% down cuz he's at the same point they the other the rest of the team was last year. So let's hope that's not a situation where that and we're throwing him in cuz he's got a cuz he's got a big arm and we're just looking for right. a gunslinger, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, he didn't get to uh, the the benefit for uh, Hicks besides playing with Morse already down at SMU. Um uh was that he he was in spring ball. You know, Starkle didn't come till the summertime. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess he didn't make his decision until spring. I, you know, he was kind of a late on the transfer situation or deciding. Um, but um, but yeah, that but yeah, you're you're totally correct, Chad. If he only knows that base offense, like he was talking about, they they uh, they had just last year 30 percent or so of the playbook in. It's not going to be good. I mean, Hicks, I guess doesn't he doesn't have the the you know the 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 maybe the quarterback like you're saying the arm and everything that Sarkle does but if he knows the offense better he may be the guy yeah I and, think you know if, if Hicks knows the offense and he's better to to control the offense and run the offense and have a better command of of the offense I think he might be your guy but the question you have now is is he's a big slow guy he just is um yeah. and is he too slow for the SEC can he evade sacks can he get on his toes enough to, you know, get out of trouble when he needs to and, and, and get that ball downfield. Or are we going to be in a situation where we're, we're just relying on crossing patterns and, and, and bench routes and comebacks and just little short stuff and we're just trying to eat up chunks of the field? That'll work maybe for a game or two. But once that gets scouted out and these, you know, 
amazing defensive coordinators and defensive players, frankly, start seeing that, they're going to start eating it up. And they're going to start jumping the ball and picking it. And, and that, uh, a pick on a short pass is horrible because that's that's a pick six, 95% of the time. We've, yeah, we saw those last year. Um, yeah, like you're saying, we, we could maybe make it, you know, those first four games this year uh, kind of run that, uh, you know, uh, uh, doing the same things. But once you get past that, A&M and beyond, Kentucky, Auburn, et cetera, you know, it's we might not win another game. Maybe Western Kentucky, because they'll figure it out real quick. Gets better teams, but uh, yeah, and they're gonna have to. Um, we've got to figure out something um, that was a way to keep Boyd and Whaley healthy um, mm-hmm. and kind of use them because when they're healthy, we saw um, Boyd last year when he was healthy. Um, I know you were mentioning seeing a little bit of the last year's Ole Miss game before mm-hmm. he went out of the game. I mean, he was he was tearing absolutely it tearing mm-hmm. it up. If he would have been able to. We've got to keep them healthy. I mean, whether that's that's not you know that's not only on the line but also on the quarterback. So, well, the good news is, Tim, everybody's prayers have been answered. We're going to have the natural turf. There shouldn't be any more injuries whatsoever because we all know that artificial turf caused all the injuries. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't buy that. I just never have. So, I think. I think that, you know, it's a different type of play in surface, but I don't think it's more injury-prone. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong and somebody's got a study out there, send it my way. I'd love to read it. And and if somebody's got some scientific proof they want to throw my way, I'll definitely concede that issue. But uh, just from, you know, being with a team that played on, you know, artificial turf, it didn't seem like we had an abundance of injuries, and I think it was because we had an excellent strength trainer who, you know, made sure that, you know, their muscles and stuff were where they needed to be around those joints and stuff, so there wasn't, you know, those injuries and twists, so. Okay. Was that the reasoning Morris said he wanted the natural grass? I never saw I don't know why the they wanted the natural grass. I think generally the theory uh, among football coaches is that Artificial turf is for faster teams, uh, for teams that are looking to really burn the field on you and uh, really looking to stretch it and stretch you deep. And uh, the natural turf is more for uh, the teams that are like the Big 12 uh, power runs, you know, dig your, dig, your deep, dig your feet into the dirt and, you know, and push yourself forward and using that power game. Um, so... I think, uh, you know, I think there's advantages either way. The one thing that disappoints me a little bit is the timing of putting this turf in. I I think that the, the, the natural grass we had before we put the artificial grass in was very nice. I really liked that grass. Um, it was really cool. It was a cross between Bermuda and something else, I believe. It was grown by the University of Arkansas Agriculture Department, and it was the only grass like that in the nation. I don't know if we went back to that grass again. I hope so. Uh, but what I do know is they're laying that grass down right before the season starts. They were really not even. I bet they don't even have time to practice on it at this point. And the whole point of a you know home field is home field advantage. And if you're not used to playing on your own turf, do you have an advantage? 
And no, not for this team. I mean, maybe everything seems like, oh, it's a couple years down the road, you know. Um, I like the idea of natural grass, but, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, hell, maybe Morris is trying to slow teams that come in here with a lot faster players. <laughs> trying to, But I guess we'd, that'd make us even slower, but uh, don't maybe, you know, the last couple years that we have been. But maybe he's, maybe he's trying to slow down. Sleep, you know? Yeah. I think so. He's, he's um we heard him coming in, you know, he's a football uh, genius, so it's time for him to prove it, man. I'm, re- I'm excited about it. I hope he does. I think so. I think so. I was listening to uh, <laughs> Trey Biddy the other day, and he was saying that, uh, oh, you know, Morris uh, didn't have his guys the first year, his, you know, system installed or, or the way he wanted the, you know, the players to be and all that stuff. So, you know, you got to kind of concede that. But this year I expect to see something you know, happen. And I got to agree with him a hundred percent. Like I don't even, I don't understand keeping a coach after having the worst season ever, but this year has to be different. Like Trey saying, this has to be an improved upon year, you know, uh, just has to, because, you know, I think we pointed it out all year last year. I, I felt like there was a lot of coaching issues and I think we tried to point those out and explain exactly what those were. And I hope we see those, start to mend themselves you know and get better the one thing that's concerning for me is that it seems like we're hearing excuses already with oh you know we we got about 70 percent of the playbook in and uh, i'm gonna call out the tight ends and 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 tell they need to be playing better and stepping up and i don't like their play at the press conferences and so on and so forth and if you're trying to bring a team together is this the time to be calling out players and, and telling them that they're not performing well and you expect more out of them? Or is that just going to motivate them? Are they the type of players that need to be called out and, and need to be motivated in that way? Uh, who knows? I mean, I, I guess I don't have the answer to that, but it's definitely something to think about and look at. Yeah, we better figure it out quick because we got one more year with O'Grady. And uh, when he was playing last year, you know, if he could figure it out, you know, we got to click on something, then he, he was a monster. Mm-hmm. So better better, better find out quick how to, how to motivate him and, you know what I mean, get yeah. him playing every every game this year and into everything. But but we don't see practice, so we don't know, you know, we don't know what's – No. We, I really, we really don't know what's going on. That's true. That's true. It's hard to make those determinations and, and guesstimations when you don't – know exactly what's going on now. but he's i mean he's really been the only guy he's like just called out negatively you know as far as far as like that you know it's mm-hmm. so so the other thing they said and just just want to throw this out there and you know then we'll get into you know some more positive stuff because i can't think of anything more negative unless you can uh <laughs> the other thing that i heard was uh oh you know, we, we should win all of our non-conference games this year because we're not going to have to play any teams like, you know, North Texas, <laughs> any tough team yeah. like that oh, yeah. non-conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. We lost to Northern Colorado, right? North that, Texas. Well, Colorado State and uh, North Texas, yeah. Sorry, Colorado State. My bad. I got them mixed up in my head. So we, we lost yeah. Colorado <laughs> State, right? So mm-hmm. they beat an SEC team. You would think that team went on to uh, 
you know, win that conference, wouldn't you? Maybe yeah. playing a maybe playing a big bowl game or something. <laughs> they won three games last year and got beat by a Division Two program <laughs> and beat us. Oh man, yeah. So maybe we're not playing North Texas's, but we darn sure are playing Colorado State type teams, and that's our that. that and that's upset me that major, major news organizations, ESPN, has said that that is an upset game to watch. That it's very likely Arkansas is going to lose that game to a team that was horrible last year. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but that is embarrassing. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's very embarrassing that yeah, a team can they're not gonna be I don't know how much better they're gonna be this year besides three wins. But yeah, for for ESPNs and places like that to be like that's an upset you know, that's and and the other games are uh, you know, a major conference person you know, team against a, another major conference. It's not like Mountain West, you know, bottom of the barrel Mountain West, um upsetting us at home. In Fayetteville, mm. that's the perception of the program uh, of the season. Um, we have a lot to prove. Uh, we do. Maybe, maybe, maybe just come. Maybe gets the team together, and you know, our backs against the wall, and just rattle off an eight-win season. Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? But um, that's our perception right now, and you can't really. I mean, you can't really blame. We've won one SEC game in the last two seasons. It's hard to argue against the perception right now. I said I didn't want to say anything negative else. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, we lost the O-lineman. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, that's and that's the one position um, you really – I mean, not saying every position has a lot of depth, but that's the one position we really need to be a lot better this year and losing a guy that had experience from last year. Um, even if it was a couple, I think a couple starts, a couple games, at least some – in the SEC, you know, um, and we lose him right off the bat in the first couple days. Yeah, here, here's here we go. Let's go positive, all right? And okay, here's, yeah. And here's where my mind has been lately. And I know everybody's like, oh, goodness gracious, you know, just running us in the ground there, Chad. And I am a little bit, but I just want to <laughs> put both sides of the coin out there. Yeah. The other thing that I think about is we played a heck of a game against Alabama last year. We marched down the field and scored some points against a really good Alabama defense. We played a heck of a game against the Ole Miss. We marched down the field and, and scored some points. We played some really good offensive games last year. We had really we had good a, defensive games against Auburn and. Uh, I mean, A and M LSU. You know, we lose twenty four seventeen in those mm-hmm, games. Have a chance A&M. to win in the fourth quarter. I mean, twenty four points given up. That's not bad. So we've had flashes on offense and flashes on defense in that horrible year that we had last year. So if we can just put those flashes together and make a full game, we got a really good chance to, you know, go definitely go to a bowl game. Def- I felt like we could win the first four games this year going into the fifth game undefeated. Yeah, that the uh, the I definitely agree with Chad that 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 uh, game against 
Uh, Ole Miss the second week is looming large. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're going to kind of see they play Memphis that first week. We play Portland State, of course. So we're going to kind of see what they're made of. But, you know, they're going to play a little better opponent, um, kind of a rival, really. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we're going down there to Oxford. That's going to tell us a lot. I mean, if we win that game, I mean, you, you can't – I mean, this team can definitely, you know, got to rattle off those next two and be 4-0 going to A&M. And then, you know, minimally, you know, uh, you just win two more out of the next eight and go to a bowl game. But right there you got momentum and you got confidence and uh, some things are working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> and if you yeah, got, I think it can happen. I def- yeah, if you got those wins under your belt, you might be able to beat A&M. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You oh, might be yeah. able to just go right in there and beat them because you're feeling confident, you're feeling good, everybody's clicking, and you're just, yeah. you know, a lot of footballers getting on, a, getting on a roll and staying on a roll, you know? Yeah, and that's A&M, you know, also uh, just kind of historical purposes, like, okay, it's about time we beat A&M. It's sex A&M. I know, uh, you know, Jimbo's a good coach, and he's had some good. Um, uh, but we we're getting beat by someone, and it's time to turn turn around. We got the Southwest Classic. Um, you know, there's kind of hinting around. There's only maybe a little bit more of this in the series playing down there. So what's we need some wins, and um, you know, maybe if Starkle's the quarterback, maybe it works out. We're four zero. A and M's ranked pretty high, and um, Stark goes in there and gets revenge and tears them up. And you know, we're five and zero, and you're talking about some momentum there. It'd be really nice. It'd be really nice to see that. And then you're talking about, you know, you're talking about definitely a ball game, but you're also talking about maybe being able to have a heck of a year, you know. And and with the team we got, as young as they are, goodness gracious, it's, it's hard for me to say, you know, we're going to be a top echelon team this year. But we should definitely be a bowl eligible team this year i'll be happy with a bowl eligible team this year yeah absolutely i think that's um anything less than that's going to be very disappointing anything better is going to be you know even better you know um but I that's what i'm thinking cake. six and six yeah mm-hmm. exactly i said on cake we go six and six we're going to a bowl game where we got a chance to get to a seventh win when the eight you know finish the season off with a winning record going in Mm-hmm. Kind of like, hey, we you know we got tripled our wins, and um, we can you know we can we can do some things in the SEC from here on out. And look, man, I'm not a Chad Morris hater. I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think that he's the worst play caller I've ever seen. I think he's a better coach than Bellama, but I just think he's got to he's just got to get a few things together for a full. You know, for a full game, he's he's got to really. I don't know. He's got to get them playing the type of ball he wants them to play. Because last year he talked about how fast he wanted to go and this, that, and other. And then he didn't do it. The team didn't do it. You know, and if we're going to play a fast, quick game, that, that's what we got to do. If we're going to play a, a different type of game, then let's do that. But you know, he's had the opportunity now to come into the SEC to play a full schedule against SEC teams and coaches. And he should be able to say, okay, this is working and this isn't working and this is going to be our way forward, you know? So if he is a great coach, he'll take us to a bowl game this year. You know, if he's a, if he's a decent coach, he'll take us to a bowl game this year. I feel like, 
even with this young team. And I, I said the same thing with the, the Andersons last year. I said, you know, we got to at least get to a tournament. You know, wouldn't mm-hmm. be happy unless we got to a tournament. And I felt the same way here. We got to get to a ball game. Yeah, you've got a young team, so I mean that's a good. I mean, get these guys experience. Um, that shows you're a decent enough coach. That uh, kind of you know I got kind of worried after that Colorado State where we really didn't go for it. Um, you know, in Colorado State territory when we were averaging seven yards a run, and now I had one yard to go. Kind of turned me against kind of what is this? And like you're saying, slower than he was all talking about. Razor fast and all this. Um, didn't look like there was much of an attempt to do that. Even uh, you know even to be open to a uh, felon a little bit if you're still trying to set that system. Um, but I, the bowl game's got to be the, the the expectation. I mean, that's not asking too much. That's, you got four winnable non-cons and two, you know, whether that be, I mean, think of these teams, Ole Miss, Kentucky, uh, you know, Missouri. I mean, mm-hmm. Mississippi State at home, you know, things like that. That's not even asking you to knock off Bama or LSU this year or Auburn or I mean, Auburn at home, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not too much to ask, and it's a lot to prove. We're paying you the bucks. It's time to – everybody gave Coach the one year or the first season, but now it's time to – you know, it's your program. Yeah, I can't agree with that more. It's definitely uh, it's definitely time for Coach Morris to step it up, for the program to step it up. But I'll tell you, I think – it's possible. I think we, I think it could definitely happen. I think we could have a heck of a year this year. I think even with all the with all the things that we've listed as negatives and talked about, it can still be one of those years where we go and you know we we win some games, we go to a bowl game, and and we're feeling good. You know, of course it'd be hard not to after a year like last year, oh, right? Yeah. So. That's the, we've got to show improvement. We can't, I mean, looking back at last year's, you know, some of these games that you just got, I mean, like the 44-17 in North Texas, 34-3. Some of these games, the last two games, 52-6, 0 just put a bad taste in your mouth. I want to at least be able to compete. Even if we, you know, I want to win, but even if we lose and, like, we show fight and show competitiveness and I can, you know, don't, I can, you know, I'm going to watch the entire thing no matter, but it won't, you know, at least to kind of have some things to, look at and show improvement this year that's what i want to see you know more competitiveness exactly exactly it, uh, like i said i think it's just about putting it together i think it's about instead of having flashes and halves and you know it's just about putting it all together but yeah, all in all we should have a better quarterback <coughs> this year especially with starkle in my estimation I think we'll just have a more athletic quarterback than we had last year. I'm not a yeah. ben, ben Hicks guy, and I'm not sure Ben Hicks can do it. If he can, I'll cheer him along the whole way, and I'll eat that crow. But I'm just not sold on him right now. Yeah, me neither. I mean, talent, definitely based off talent, Starkle's the guy. Um, uh, Hicks to me, I haven't really seen even in the videos him throw much longer than you know ten or fifteen yards down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, we got good running backs coming back. You know, mm-hmm. we got uh, a great wide receiver crew coming in. 
So that should take a little bit of pressure off of us being able to pass the ball a little bit better, more efficiently this year. Mm-hmm. Um, O'Grady, O'Grady at tight end. And yeah. Even the number one recruit tight end in the country, Hudson Henry. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I might, might even see some him. double tight end sets with Hudson coming mm-hmm. in. And actually, I think, I guess uh, Gunter, Grayson Gunter, and uh, Chase Harrell, he had moved to tight end. So I think we're definitely going to see some uh, double tight end sets. Mm-hmm. And then, that'll be good. That'll be good help, uh, Boyd and uh, Whaley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the O line has a little bit of, you know, they're not quite as young as they were. So, and it, I mean, biggest thing is who's stepping up to take that spot you know uh, so are, are we going in with a number two guy you know what I'm saying right off right, the bat sure. um, hopefully hopefully we can do that I mean that's one of the things we've needed to have is more depth you know and I guess we're going to get to find out right off the bat do we have a little bit more depth this year yep and then you got yeah, uh, a great defense, man. Love the defensive line. Love their age and and everything, and, and just excited about them coming back. Felt like we're gonna have a good, a good solid crew at linebackers. Mm-hmm. You know, I like uh, Harrison Poole. I'm excited about Bumper Poole second year too. Mm-hmm. And our, you know, our uh, and Bumper Poole played so good last year. I don't know. He just really impressed me. And then you got our corners coming back and our safeties and in the secondary. You know, I think uh I think we got to worry there a little bit. I think there's some you know, I don't know. There was a lot of issues last year. I uh, really hope we got that shored up. I think that's our that was our, you know, weakest point. And it's gonna be really young again, so it's uh it's one thing to kinda look at, Chad. You're right right on the money there. As far as the defense, that's I think the front seven is going to be, you know, oh, yeah. really solid this year. But it's it's going to come down a lot. I mean, there's some big arms always in the SEC. Kind of what we can do <laughs> do back there. Some of these guys getting thrown in the fire. So, but we should be able to outscore some of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my expectation. Oh, yeah. If we get in a shootout, let's just. Let's beat their secondary, you know. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know. I mean, I, I probably always in fall camp the emphasis, but if we can get more turnovers, that was one of, one of our issues in defense. If defense can get more turnovers this year, definitely have a better chance to kind of win some of these games. And I'd like to see us outscore some folks. One of the exciting <laughs> things I saw was uh, the chief said the other day that we've been. Uh, Enforcing more turnovers and picks in practice Mm -hmm. and uh, working on running those all the way back for pick sixes. So when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm really excited about that. You know, that that's. Did did you see that uh, video of the Chief uh, when uh, I think maybe Catalan, one of the freshmen or one of the uh, defensive backs, got an interception, was taking it back for a pick six, and he was just hustling down the the side of the field, just excited, man. Who wouldn't be? And that's the one thing also kind of looking, you know, I get folks, is, you know, because Morris is an offensive coach, you know, but then it's like, man, we got the chief over there. And definitely that's a, you know, he's still got it. He wants to prove himself. And we look back at some of the scores like, you know what? I mean, it gets like LSU and A&M and things like, and it's like, man, okay. You know, he's we, we've got the chief back there. This can be, 
Oh, it's going to yeah. be a solid team. I think this year you're going to really see his team come together, you know, and uh, you're, you're going to see his philosophy more ingrained, you know. So, super excited. Um, goodness, yeah. I mean, it's not Reggie <laughs> Herring, but I'm excited. Oh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, we can glad we got some of this negative stuff that needed to be addressed. We can't just be... Uh, you know, sunshine all the time about the team. We've got to be real, man, or everybody's going to be let down even more than they are. All depression makes it worse when you got when you just thinking everything's you know, you know, rainbow stew. Oh yeah. Uh, but now you know, but we're going to you know, kind of uh, now we're talking about getting excited. Now I'm excited. I mean, now. But so, how yeah, like, bad like would it be if we won a national championship this year? Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, I how mean, cool would that be if we just went all the way, didn't lose a game? Oh man, I'm excited for that. Fourteen and zero, just run through the play SEC championship playoffs and beat Alabama, beat, beat or beat Dabo uh, Morris's old boss in the championship game. Yeah, you'd definitely be playing Clemson probably. Because we'll beat Bama, you know. Well, they'll put Bama in, you know. We'll probably end up playing them in the playoff second second match, but that's fine. That would work, though, man. That would be really cool. Beat Bama Might twice. Might be playing Georgia in the playoffs, honestly, dude. Yeah, well, we're going to be playing them in the SEC championship game, so. But I could put a one-loss Georgia or Alabama, and we'll be sitting there where we're in because we're undefeated. I'm not sure Georgia's going to lose the game this year. Did you see them last year? (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. They've been, I mean, shoot, the year before they lost the championship game. Shouldn't have lost. They kind of blew it, but they're they're It just felt uh, like Kirby had it all together over there, man. That's all. Oh, yeah. They're going to be really good, and they're playing the East, not, not as uh, good as the Western Division, but still, you know, they should they should win that going away. Yeah, we just stomp them. The Razorbacks just stomp them. That'd be awesome. Just take all their little hopes and dreams <laughs> again in the SEC. Just, this is our year. Oh. Gets, oh, this is our year, and and we get to play Arkansas in the SEC championship. You know, and just like, that's what you think about that. Getting ahead of yourself. Oh man, Kirby. We're coming for you. <laughs> now I'm getting fired up, Tim. I can't now too. Happen. Well, we I'm haven't lost the game yet. Bowl so. ring from the Cotton Bowl over here and the Sugar Bowl ring, and I'll tell you what, man, I'm excited. I think that boy, the hog on the diamonds. I think it kind of gets you fired up. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. You seen that? I'll send a picture out on Twitter later. All I'm looking at right now is this uh, hog pencil pen holder, office pen holder. That's getting me fired up, though. It's kind of a cartoonish hog, but still oh, a hog. Yeah. That's cool, too. Man. <laughs> cool Love too. some hog stuff. Got my sugar bowl badge over there. I don't know why I keep that. Anyway, man. Yeah, I'm excited, too. I'm looking forward to this season. I'm ready for it to be here. I guess, you know. We were going to do a quick podcast. Of course, it took an hour. That's about right. Um, yeah, that is a quick one for us. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So, uh, I guess the thing about it is, is maybe we should make some predictions and stuff. Unless, is there anything I missed or anything you want to talk about? I guess we didn't uh, talk about special teams, really. Well, I think, well, I mean, something maybe we can cover in the the. the kind of the portland state that uh first preview but um 
I know we're uh, oh yeah kinda... definitely <laughs> got some competition at the punter position. I know we brought in a couple, even a late transfer a guy that's been at Vanderbilt in Colorado. It's supposed to be pretty good. Another from last year, and oh, Connor Limpert. I mean, he's solid. He was really good. One of the high points last year on the team. So, oh, yeah. um, I think didn't we uh, put? I think Barry Lunny as the special teams coach. So I think um, you know it's not a quality yeah. or a quality control kind of guy or a GA doing it. It's a one of the, the the salaried coaches so yeah i think the biggest issue is we didn't run one kick back for a Ooh, yeah you know touchdown so that's really rough man we really need some of that explosiveness our but, punt we got to and punt return man we got to have some we got but i was seeing her off putting one questions. of the wide receivers in that punt return real fast dude forget his nice. name i was looking at the his 40 though and it was quick man so yeah and i'm, I'm man I'm, i just read this other day but i think they were trying somebody else that wanted to return or trying it was one of the guys brothers man it was jalen catalan's brother man son. somebody's older brother kind of came over from another school to play i guess mm-hmm. with his little brother or whatever it's like i guess he was you know kind of a speed guy for them there so yeah but i'd like to see some improvement there oh yeah you know you just want to see some stuff happen you know some stuff come together so but i'm sure we will oh yeah goodness well are we so we're ready you ready to uh do the prediction tonight this episode to make sure we didn't miss anything so i'm ready if you are okay sure um all right it's exciting putting it down all right i'm going going, uh I'm going win first game over Portland State. I mean, got to be definite, right? Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, week two. I'm going with the win down in Oxford. That sounds good, man. I'd like that. Are you going going down the list, or did you want? Oh, I thought we were. I didn't know if we were (laughs) trading off at the same time. Or I can do mine first. All right, kind of season. All right, all right. Well, all right. Third, I think we're going to beat Colorado State. Start off three and zero. I can't help but think we're going to beat San Jose State at home for four and zero. So I think we're not. That's what I'm thinking. We're going to get right off four and zero. Um, that Ole Miss is a big key, but A&M, uh, right now, I can't put us as a win, so I'll put us as a loss. Um, at Kentucky, uh, you know what? I mean, I almost want to, for 4-0, we're looking good, I think, but I'll, I'll put it down as a loss. I'm trying to figure out, I'm getting this to six wins. Um, Auburn at home, though. Um, that's tough. I might, okay. I'm going to go. I'll go with loss. Crap. Man, it doesn't look good when you break this thing down. <laughs> and you're like, four-game win streak, then thinking like, all right, then Alabama, four-game win streak. Yeah, I mean, you got to be realistic with it, man. It is what it and then, is. Then Mississippi State at home. I'm going to go – I'm going to win there. I'm going to win. Yeah. Uh, five and four. Yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky, six and four win. Uh-huh. Um, at LSU, I'm going loss. Six and five. Mm. I'm saying Missouri and Little Rock. Dang. 
I hate to take that loss, too. I would, too, man, but... Um, I'd rather lose every game to beat LSU. Well, that's not that's not what I want to beat everybody, Chad. That's why this prediction is like, damn, man, All I right, really man. hate saying All it. Right. And in Missouri, I say we win down in Little Rock. I think we're gonna. I think Little Rock, it's gonna be a good crowd because we've had a we're already bowl eligible. Is that gonna be a Little Rock um, game? Yep. Yeah. All right, man. So I think we're gonna be bowl eligible before that game. Little Rock crowd's gonna be good. It's Friday after Thanksgiving down in Little Rock, like it should. Like I really enjoy all those LSU games were, and uh, mm-hmm. when, when you know crowds were great and the atmosphere was great, everybody was trying to burn off and drink off their turkey and everything. So I'm going seven and five. Seven and five. Yep. Seven and five. All right, here we go. I'm gonna go down the list. Here we go. All right. Portland State, stomp them. Okay. Like a hundred to <laughs> nothing. I think we're okay. Hundred to nothing's good. This game, man. Okay. Ole Miss, feeling good after that Portland State win. We're going to go in there and beat them, too. I like that. Colorado State's going to come take a major ass whooping. <laughs> I like that. San Jose State's going to take an ass whooping. They're going to take a big ass whooping. Yeah, so let's see. What has that got me at? So we got let's Portland see. State. We got uh, Mississippi. Colorado State, San Jose. And we already got four wins right there, man. It's going to be a decent yeah. year, mm-hmm. man. Uh, Texas A&M, I think they're going to beat us. Uh, not sure our coach is as good as their coach yet, to be honest. And I think we'll take a loss there. We'll beat Kentucky, get a fifth win, feeling good, nice. going into Auburn. And uh, probably going to get beat by Auburn. Okay. Then we'll go over and... Uh, we'll play Alabama. We'll get uh, we'll get beat by Alabama. I think uh, I think we can take Mississippi State, make us bowl eligible in that game. Beat the hell out of Western Kentucky. I think we'll either win LSU or Missouri. Uh, I'm going to say LSU, but uh, okay. maybe it'll be the Missouri game. But I think that's going to be. I think that's I'm gonna call it this year, man. So, what is that? Like LSU beat them. Got a good upset in there. Need that. Western Kentucky, Mississippi State. That's three right there. Kentucky, San Jose, Colorado State, Ole Miss, Portland State. Damn, man! I got us eight wins again this year, yep. man. You got eight wins. There you go. I'm sorry, guys, but I feel like we can do it if things go our way. I think that, that those fat. games I, are winnable games, man. I think when you're going down it, I mean, some of these games that are like, like you're saying, split the LSU Missouri. Uh, you win both the Mississippi games, the four non-con, you know, and then you got some like you're saying when I rattled off four game losing streak after a four game winning streak. I mean, do I really think we're gonna lose all four and or? I think Alabama out there, but all you know, can all four of those A and M, Kentucky, and mm. Auburn? I mean, we can't yeah. get one win out of those three. So I think, I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope you're, I'm rooting for your scenario more than mine for sure. Well, I just think, and I thought seven and five would beat Kentucky. You know, yeah. Texas A and M. That's a tough one. We just ain't gonna be able to beat them. Auburn or Alabama. Those teams we won't be able to beat. They're tougher. Yeah, I kind of, 
Damn it. Well, but like you said, won. you got a Mississippi State team that's, you know, kind of suspect this year. Yeah. But you're right about the Kentucky because they lost. They were 10-win team last year, but they lost a ton of guys. I mean, that's, I mean, how many times do they do that? I yep. almost, that's, I already circled at 7-5, but I almost want to put us down at winning that game and get mine to. You probably should. I think I should. I think I will. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going eight and four. And then I got us beating Missouri. You kind of got us beating LSU. So a little different. But I think yeah. eight wins is. I did it last year. We'll do it again. I think we'll have an upset and a heartbreak. That Missouri will be a heartbreak and that upset will be LSU. That just seems like more like Arkansas schedule. It'd be hard to, man, would, it'd be hard to go down to at LSU, win, you know, kind of mm-hmm. have a three game win and then like come back even. I mean, just after so much emotion, even even coming on a six day, you know, a short, you know, kind of a short week, and come mm-hmm. back and compete against Missouri, who's supposed to be, you know, decent against that Kelly Bryant dude. Exactly. But <laughs> then you're like, maybe we're going to be so pissed off we win that one. But uh, I think eight and four is fair somewhere around that range. But I think so, man. I think so. That's fair to expect that. It's fair to hope for that and think we can do it. I think we should do that this year. I think we should be upset if we don't have a, a year like that. If we drop... two of those eight wins, who would you say that would be to? For me, probably LSU. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the other one would be. Yeah, I'm thinking Ole Miss. I mean, maybe. Let's say Missouri. Yeah, but you think if we lose Ole Miss right there, that's yeah. I mean, that's if we such lose a big Ole Miss, game. we could still get a bowl game. But you know, it's probably going to be one of those real. It puts tough us behind years. the eight ball. Mm-hmm. It puts us behind the eight ball quick. And I mean, I don't want to put everything on the Ole Miss game, but it's huge just because it's huge. Just for that momentum, and then, then we're staring at, yeah, okay, the next week we beat Colorado State. Well, we lost to Ole Miss. Yeah, we beat San Jose State. Yeah, we'll be, we're three and one. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, anyway, man, it's going to be a good year. Yeah, Either way, exciting. we're going to a bowl game. So, yeah. all right, eight uh, wins. Eight you. wins it is. I'm stamping my yep, name on wins. it. Eight wins. Yep. Boy, did I get embarrassed nice. last year by saying that. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Well, I did That's too. probably why I was so hard on coach, man. I expected all those <laughs> wins. Well, I mean, what's wrong with expecting that? I mean, goodness gracious! It's not like we shouted out at the end of the podcast, fourteen zero, fifteen zero. Exactly. Well, I guess that's it. Do we have anything else to talk about? Well, let me. Uh, I was doing this. Uh, we've got a Yahoo College Fantasy Football League. Uh, for I wanted to throw it out on the uh, on the podcast for listeners. Um, it's called. It's under the Hog Call Podcast League ID number two nine two one in Yahoo. So uh, we got some spots left. We'll put a link to um, that just, in the comments section too. And and we'll um yeah oh perfect and we'll uh, kind of talk about that through the week. Probably should you guys want to compete? Put it on Facebook. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll do that. Definitely. Too. I wanted to you know put it out on the podcast first, but now I'm gonna now it's fair game to uh, Twitter people so and Facebook people so. <laughs> All right, so podcast, getting the first run at it. So we will uh, we'll wait like a day or two after we play the podcast out. and Whoever else wants to jump on there can jump on it after that. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm excited about it. 
I'm excited. I'm an early am. I've never done a college fantasy, but man, it seems like it, it, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm just, you know, I just imagine I might just get embarrassed, but whatever. Whatever will be Oh, it's going to be fun. You're watching, you're watching football all day on I, Saturday. Why not have, you know. How many folks <laughs> can we have, have in this league? Can it have like quite a, a minute. It could go anywhere. For, yeah, and, you know, there's more teams. Because, you know, it's going to be – it's Power 5 league or uh, conferences. That's mm-hmm. still, you know, 60 teams. <laughs> Probably, you know. That's a lot to pick um, from, guys. Join up. So, I think every quarterback kind of will be uh, covered and everything. So it's going to be a super flex league. So, I'm going to throw – I mean, I'd like to have uh, – and I can expand it. might just have a certain number right now and see if there's a lot of interest. And, yeah, you know, see. I don't know anybody else doing any – especially any, like, podcasts – Anybody else kind of want interaction like that? You know what I mean? Playing the league together, but I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome, man. That's super awesome. I wish we had mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, too, almost. <laughs> I should have. And I remember, have. if you're gambling, go ahead and go to my bookie. Use promo code HOGCALL. You know, I don't really, I'm not really looking at any, you know, stats or anything today, but let's be real, guys. Y'all know that's an advertisement, man. Go out there and bet some money and use promo code HOGCALL and put a little, put a little cash back in our podcast pocket. Please do. And who doesn't need a little bit more stimulation on the Saturday? You know, football all day long. Now you got the fantasy league, food, and just beer, makes those games my bookie, and just so like, much more important. Like, look, you know, at least 11 a.m., you know, uh, or, you know, even like a 9 o'clock Hawaii game or something, or maybe the 11 o'clock, you know, Indiana-Purdue game, whatever, you know. <laughs> exactly. Have a couple of drinks. Just start it off early in the morning, you know, and just fun all day. That's right. So, man, I guess other than that, we always have something that's not football-related or Arkansas. I guess we changed that to Arkansas-related at some point. Because we started wanting to talk about other football things. <laughs> so, uh, you know, my only thing is to stop shooting people. If you feel like you're going to go shoot people or need to, just go tell your doctor, please. Let's let's stop doing that. Let's just be nice to each other. You just get along and watch football and, you know, have a few beers and hang out. Let's just do that. That's That just seems like a whole lot more fun to me. Life's a lot more fun when uh, everybody's kind of nice to each other, having a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best in people, man. I don't want, yeah, get help, you know, if you're feeling that way. What's the, what's the, what's the point of that? Let's all sit around and watch football. I mean, find something you like rather than shooting people. I mean, there's so many interests. Like, how do people? How do you not have a hobby that keeps you busy? Find something fun to do. <laughs> you know, I know me and Chad's got all these, a lot of hobbies keeps us busy, man. I, I haven't thought one day you know about shooting anybody i want to do the opposite so yeah no no i do like to hang out with people a lot and uh get to know them and you know talk to them and mm-hmm. stuff like that but i don't know it's just different mindset man yeah yeah i don't understand it but please stop i can agree i think we all can all right well, I guess that's the end of the podcast. I think we're going to win a national championship, guys. Fifteen and zero, go hogs!
to the How Cow Podcast.